1: Why do you think it's so difficult to pray? Why do you think so often when you uh, purpose in your heart that you're going to pray, there's going to be some distraction that's going to come up, Somebody's going to come in to disturb you, some call, something that's going to happen?
2: Welcome to another edition of Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely of Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, and he's continuing in the book of Daniel. A man of prayer. I remember a good friend a number of years ago uh, would just simply stop when we were talking about something that needed to be prayed over, and he would pray right then and there. He took care of it immediately. We're going to hear more about prayer on this edition of the broadcast. We're on the web at StudyVerseByVerse.com. That's StudyVerseByVerse.com.
1: Here's Pastor Layton. Now one of the things that gave Daniel hope in the midst of an otherwise seemingly hopeless situation is that he knew God, he knew God's word, he knew that God always keeps his word. That God had promised that this time of captivity would only last for a designated period of time and then God would bring salvation. That's what gave Daniel hope. That's also what gives us hope as well. We know God, we know God's word, God always keeps his word. We know that the struggles that we're going to endure in this world are only going to be for a period of time that is designated by God, and then God is going to bring salvation. That's our hope. And our assignment is to trust and obey. So Daniel realizes that the 70 years is coming to a close. He begins to earnestly seek the Lord in prayer, confessing and repenting his own sins and the sins of his people. Verse 17 Now our God hears the prayers and petitions of your servant. For your sake, O Lord, look with favor on your desolate sanctuary. Give ear, O God, and hear. Open your eyes and see the desolation of the city that bears your name. We do not make requests of you because we are righteous, but because of your great mercy. O Lord, listen. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, hear and act. For your sake, O my God, do not delay, because your city and your people bear your name. So Daniel appeals to God not based on a righteousness of him or his people, but because of God's great mercy and his great name. You see, God has made a promise and God always fulfills his promises and God is always glorified when his word is fulfilled. Daniel then continues his narrative, verse 20, while I was speaking and praying, confessing my sin and the sin of the people of Israel and making my request to the Lord my, my God for his holy hill, while I was still in prayer. Gabriel, the man I had seen in the earlier vision, came to me in swift flight about the time of the evening sacrifice, about three o'clock. He instructed me and said to me, Daniel, I have now come to you to give insight and understanding. As soon as you began to pray, an answer was given, which I have come to tell you, for you are highly esteemed. Therefore, consider the message and understand the vision. Seventy-sevens are decreed for your people in your holy city to finish transgression, to put an end to sin, to atone for wickedness, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. These seventy sevens are then divided into seven sevens, sixty-two sevens, and finally one additional group of seven. J. Vernon McGee says the final week, the 70th, is projected in the future. It doesn't follow chronologically with the other 69. It is the age of grace in which we currently live. Now, although this code might seem to be an enigma to us, it was not intended to be to the Jewish leaders. In fact, Jesus held the leaders responsible for not knowing the time of his visitation. He had told the Jewish leaders when to expect him, and they weren't watching for him. Now, in chapter 10, we have another revelation given to Daniel, and this one contains a twist that gives us additional insight into the spiritual realm. This insight in the spiritual realm introduces the believer to the order of the angels, both good and bad, unfallen and fallen. We see something about the kingdom of Satan that surrounds us and is active today. Now, Daniel had a vision that left him mourning for three weeks. Three weeks is 21 days. Then, verse 4, on the 24th day of the first month, as I was standing on the bank of the great river the Tigris, I looked up and there before me was a man dressed in linen, with a belt of the finest gold around his waist, his body was like chrysolite, his face like lightning, his eyes like flaming torches, his arms and legs like the gleam of burnished bronze, and his voice like the sound of a multitude. So Dan, Daniel says before him was a man, but this description is more than just a man. Daniel's friends run away in fear, and Daniel falls helplessly before him. This time the messenger is not described as Gabriel the messenger of the last two uh, chapters, and therefore it's safe to conclude that this was a different messenger. So evidently God has more than one messenger, and He doesn't always send the same messenger. Verse 12, then He continued, Do not be afraid, Daniel, since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before your God, your words were heard, and I have come in response to them. But the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. 21 days. How long was Daniel in mourning? 21 days, but the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. Then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. Now I've come to explain to you what will happen to your people in the future, for the vision concerns a time yet to come. Now we usually describe... Persons who come from the spiritual kingdom as angels. There are different kinds of angels. Isaiah chapter 6 talks about two kinds of angels that minister at God's throne the cherubim and the seraphim. According to Scripture, one third of the angels joined Satan in his rebellion against God. We call these the fallen angels or demons. Ephesians 6:12 reads, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So Satan has organized his angels according to rank. Just as one army is set against another, generals on both sides. So likewise of so the spiritual realm, Satan's principalities, or princes, are generals who have oversight over nation states, his powers are like the privates of the army who are demons who seek to influence, oppress, and possess, if possible, human beings. They employ well-refined schemes to provoke sin in the individual, schisms in a church, divisions in a home or nation, and fulfill their ambitions to steal, kill, and destroy. The rulers of the darkness of this world are demons who have a responsibility for Satan's worldly business, and then there is the spiritual wickedness in the heavenlies, which are demons who have charge of the false religions of which this world is filled. The messenger from the spirit realm explains that he was dispatched the very day Daniel began to pray, that Daniel's words were heard in heaven that very day, that our prayer is heard in heaven on the day we began pre- praying it but that the prince of the Persian kingdom resisted me 21 days. Now, it reveals to us that there's a conflict going on, a conflict between good and evil, light and darkness, God and Satan. Uh, The messenger from God in the spiritual realm was resisted in the spiritual realm by someone called the prince of the Persian kingdom. Now, resistance here indicates a struggle, a fight, a battle, a war that is taking place in the spiritual realm. And insomuch as the prince of the Persian kingdom is resisting an angel sent by God, he is therefore resisting God, and we may therefore conclude that he is one of the fallen angels. So we have here clearly portrayed to us the gradations of rank and the forces of Satan. And their power may explain the reason that occasionally your prayers and mine have not yet been answered. You see, prayer is actually fighting a spiritual battle. Paul made it clear that prayer was a spiritual battle for him. He wrote in Romans 15, 30, Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake and for the love of the Spirit, that you strive together with me in your prayers to God for me. Strive together is from a Greek word from which we get the English word agonize. You and I need to agonize in prayer. Why do you think it's so difficult to pray? Why do you think so often when you uh, purpose in your heart that you're going to pray, there's going to be some distraction that's going to come up? Somebody's going to come in to disturb you, some call, something that's going to happen. Now, why would the way be blocked? Well, Daniel is about to be given some information, and Satan doesn't want that information to get through. But God wanted that information to be delivered to Daniel. Real prayer is... Agonizing. It is getting through the barriers in the spiritual realm to release the the spiritual power. And if we're going to be a Daniel for our generation, we need to grow in our understanding of the importance and purpose of prayer and its practice. Now, it's interesting that the messenger is described as the prince of the Persian king. The word prince describes authority. And Persia describes a location or a geopolitical system. So either the, spirit, the organization of the spiritual realm is, follows the uh, authority dimensions here on earth, or it's the other way around, that authority here on earth reflects the authority in the organization in the spiritual realm. Now we tend to think of things from our own perspective, which is primarily physical. But actually the real center of power and influence and activity is in the spiritual realm. So it's quite likely that the authorities as we see them today in our world are actually following a model that is in the spiritual realm. Now the messenger was detained by the prince of the Persian kingdom until Michael, who is described as a chief prince, came to help. And this tells us that not all angels are created equal that some are greater than others. The messenger Michael is described as one of the the chief princes. That means that there's more than one chief prince and there are ranks in the the princes. Now, if you skip ahead to a fascinating passage beginning in verse 20, you read, So he said, Do you know why I've come to you? Soon I will return to fight against the prince of Persia. Now, remember that Daniel is in Persia at this time. Uh, I return to fight again against the prince of Persia. And when I go... The Prince of Greece will come. But first, I will tell you what is written in the book of truth. No one supports me against them except Michael, your prince. And in the first year of Darius the Mede, I took my stand to support and protect him. So the Messenger for God fought through the Prince of Persia to bring the message to Daniel, who was in Persia, and then returned to fighting against the Prince of Persia. Now, if the purpose of resistance by the prince of Persia was to keep the message from getting to Daniel, then he failed, and there would be no further benefit in fighting. But the fight in the spiritual realm continues, and it will continue until the appointed time described in Revelation chapter 20, when the dragon, the ancient serpent, who is the devil, or Satan will be cast into the lake of burning sulfur and tormented forever.
2: And that's where we'll have to stop today. We'll continue on the next edition of Study Verse by Verse Uh, from that point as we continue in the book of Daniel with Pastor Leighton Sheely from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. And I'm Mike Trout, so uh, appreciative of your involvement with us, just listening, maybe sharing the fact that we're here on the air, or going to the website at churchofthehighlands.org and passing along to us the fact that you listen. This particular ministry is on the web at studyversebyverse.com. You can uh, listen again to past broadcasts uh, when you go to that website, and you can join us financially as a partner, you can give safely at studyversebyverse.com. We're back at the same time tomorrow. Pastor Layton will once again open the Word of God to the book of Daniel, and we'll study verse by verse.